Chapter Number Fifteen of Little Lucy's Wonderful Globe. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Diane Dunn. Little Lucy's Wonderful Globe by Charlotte M. Young. Chapter Fifteen, Paris in the Siege. And Uncle Joe is in France, where the fathers and brothers of those little Prussian boys have been fighting. Suppose and suppose I could see it. There was a thunder and a whizzing in the air, and a sharp rattling noise besides. A strange, damp, unwholesome smell too, mixed with that of gunpowder. And when Lucy looked up, she found herself down some steps in a dark, dull, vaulted-looking place, lined with stone, however and open to the street above. A little lamp was burning in a corner, piles of straw and bits of furniture were lying about, and upon one of the bundles of straw sat a little rough-haired girl. "'Ah, mademoiselle, good morning,' she said. "'Are you come here to take shelter from the shells? The battery is firing now. I do not think Mamma will come home till it slackens a little. She has gone to the distribution of meat.' to get a piece of horse for my brother, who is weak after his wounds. I wish I could offer you something, but we have nothing but water, and it is not even sugared. Do you live down here? asked Lucy, looking round at the dreary place with wonder. Not always. We used to have a pretty little house up over, but the cruel shells came crashing in and flew into pieces, tearing everything to splinters, and we are only safe from them down here. Ah, if I could only have shown you Mamma's pretty room! But there is a great hole in the floor now, and the ceiling is all tumbling down, and the table broken. But why do you stay here? Mamma and Emily say it is all the same. We are as safe in our cellar as we could be anywhere, and we should have to pay elsewhere. Then you cannot get out of Paris? Oh, no! While the Prussians are all round us and shut us in, my brothers are all in the garde mobile, and as you see, so is my doll. Every one must be a soldier now. My dear Adolf, hold yourself straight. And there the doll certainly showed himself perfectly drilled and disciplined. March! Right foot forward, left foot forward. But in this movement, as may be well supposed, little Coralie had to help her recruit a good deal. Lucy was surprised. "'So you can play even in this dreadful place?' she said. "'Oh, yes! What's the use of crying and wearying oneself? "'I do not mind as long as they leave me my kitten, my dear little Minette.' "'Oh, what a pretty long-haired kitten! But how small and thin! "'Yes, truly, the poor Minette. The cruel people ate her mother, and there is no milk. "'No milk, and my poor Minette is almost starved, though I give her bits of my bread and soup.' But the bread is only bran and sawdust, and she likes it no more than I. Ate up her mother? Yes, she was a superb cypress cat, all grey. But alas, one day she took a walk in the street, and they caught her. And then indeed it was all over with her. I only hope Minette will not get out, but she is so lean that they would find little but bones and fur. Ah, how I wish I could take you and her home to Uncle Joe, and give you both good bread and milk. 
take my hand and shut your eyes, and we will suppose and suppose very hard, and perhaps you will come there with me. Paris is not so very far off. End of chapter 15. Recording by Diane Dunn, Chester Springs, Pennsylvania.